how are we doing? Are we good? Yeah. yeah. Excited we're enjoying last Thursday of the Fringe? Yeah. You guys, I assume, have just arrived this week? Yeah. yeah. Where are you from, brother? Glasgow. Glasgow, beautiful part of the world. Needs nicer things spoken about it, because if you, if you hear what people say about your city, it is not very nice. <laughs> it's a lot of stabby, stabby, thiefy, stabby, and I... It's not true. It's just nothing but lovely bars and that statue with that fucking pylon on it, which I find so funny. Because they keep taking it off and then someone puts it back on, right? Yep. What's the story there? Wellington. So they just fuck Wellington and... No, no, it's just to put it on. There's just no reason to it? No, I really like that story. What is your name, brother? Alex. Alex, I like your energy, Alex. You're like the kind of guy who could teach me how to build a patio, but you wouldn't yell. You'd just be like, hey... We're going to use some treated wood better for the rain. And what do you do for a living, Alex? I'm a sales You're a sales manager. It's a very Scottish answer in that you provided words, but no information to what you actually do. We're going to build, guys. I know right now it's a bit of a staring contest, but as you guys know, it's an improvised show, so I need to be inspired. And right now, Alex's glowing face and confused, nervous smile, because he is a Scottish person being spoken to by a stranger, and usually they just stare at strangers until they cry. And I like how you nervously laughed, and you just stared at him being like, you're talking to a stranger. That's against the rules. Don't you remember being a child? He could have candy. Don't go with him if he has candy. Now, pedophile joke early on. I liked it. You guys didn't. Now, uh, and what do you sell? Or s get the fuck out of here. Is that true? No fucking way. Fuck yeah. Not just a comedian, also apparently a psychic. Yeah, what favorite type of candy? Sherbert? What does that mean? <laughs> you should know. Pitch me, man. All right. Okay, imagine I'm a man who's lived in a world without candy, known as North America, because you come over here and you're fucking candy. That Haribo, I don't know what they're putting in that. Dreams, <laughs> thoughts of grandeur. You eat one piece and you're just like, well, my day, my, my mother just got set on fire, but I don't mind because I'm, I'm eating sugar that's giving me hope. And so Sherbert, what? not everyone got it, just one guy. But that joke was just for him. So what is Sherbert? Uh, it's got the consistency of flour, and it looks like flour, but it tastes sweet like sugar. Like you, sweet like sugar. That was creepy when you guys didn't laugh. Just came across, I was trying to blow a guy for free flake bars, which I will do. Now, um, and who is this gentleman that you're with? That's your boyfriend? You, my friend. I do love you guys, because you, if anyone would look at you, you'd go, assume homophobes. And, you look, and then you're like, it's my boyfriend. And you're like, that's right, I fuck his asshole. And then you're like, not really. And you're like, oh, come on, man. We could have kept that joke going. Yeah, what's your name, brother? Roy. Roy. You look like a Roy. Powerful, but straight to the point. What's my name? Three letters, R-O-Y. And yes, I will T-O-Y your bum. Now... <laughs> To get it? Toy your bum? I liked it a lot. Ha ha! Good one, John. Thanks, John. Now, Roy, what do you do for a living? I assume something very rugged and manly like lumberjack or sea captain. Get the fuck out of here. Are you really? What a weird bunch of stories you two must have. You're just giving people diabetes and you're just making bacon. You are truly a gift to the world. Now, do you prefer the slab bacon or the strip slices of bacon? strip. It's so hard to find it in the UK because you guys go with those weird slabs and it looks like the bacon's been already microwaved and been through a lot and been drinking all night so it's got like a weird hump and that line of fl flat while the strip, it doesn't feel like you're eating bacon. It just feels like you're eating paper that has a story to tell. Again, I like that one. You don't have to. Ha ha ha. Good one, John. Thanks, John. Now, so you're a pig farmer, really. What's the best part of being a pig farmer? The pig shit. The pig Because it smells like flowers and toys but you don't tell people that? <laughs> Is it true that pigs will eat people given the opportunity? Of course. Doesn't that scare the shit out of you? Because you know that you get to electrify them and then kill them and get the last word. I thought guns were illegal in Scotland. You just brandish the gun? Wait, do the pigs know it's a gun? Because I didn't know that we explained to pigs what a gun were. They just think you're a weirdo just completely naked except for a gun holster showing them your magnum. 
Don't fuck with Don't fuck with Roy Huey. You're gonna get some hot lead, motherfucker. All the pigs when you leave. Oh, fucking Roy's drunk again. He's gonna come back with a bunch of sherbet on his face, laughing. <laughs> just in a cowboy hat, mooing at them, just fucking with them. Um, so just pigs. No other animal. Do you like have a dog just for company? Yeah, yeah. What's the name of your dog? Rover. Rover. You're a simple man, Roy. I love you. <laughs> you were gonna call him Dog, but that was the name of your cat. So you. <laughs> <laughs> And you live on like a farm, like a palatial, lovely farm? Oh, yes, please. And, and you're married, I assume? Can't find the wife. You left her, left her, left her with the pigs, didn't you, Roy? <laughs> Good one, man. <laughs> the, the classic bloke joke, how's your wife dead? I wish. <laughs> high five, high five, high five. But seriously, the divorce is actually very troublesome. Uh, she could get half the pigs. And not like the, like the back half, you know, where all the meat is. That's ter trouble. Going through divorce is very... Is it a divorce, I assume? It's coming? I'm really sorry, man. It's a difficult time. I've, my, I've gone through a lot of divorce through proxy, and then a lot of my friends married early and realized that was a bad idea because you think you're in love with a woman at 19, and turns out, no, you're just 19, and you think that you need to get married. Incorrect. Actually, that's not true. My one friend got married at 19, and they have the most solid relationship I've ever seen, I think, for spite, because... Everyone was like, these fucking idiots are getting married at 19 and 20. There's no way they'll last, and they're just happy in spite of it all. And they've had, like, issues. They both lost their jobs at the same time. They have one child, and then another child, and one was planned, and the other one they still love, but not as planned. And <laughs> going to have to edit that out. That was a family secret. And uh, <laughs> just going to mark that, actually marked good yeah and <laughs> you guys are laughing but listen i already got an email from my aunt jean who i thought in the war was a stripper and turned out she was just doing research on venereal diseases which is creepier than being a stripper somehow she was working in canada what was happening was a lot of the canadian soldiers were coming back with new ailments that they hadn't discovered and they realized they needed to do research on the venereal diseases and they were all claiming they came from toilet seats. And in the uh, phone call I got from rural Winnipeg, she said, and I quote, now they say they were from toilet seats. Now I don't know what British ladies have on their vaginas, but I assume it's not toilet seats. And I laughed and laughed, because <laughs> she is 96 years old and said that at an old folks home. And I'm just like, what are the other people thinking you're doing right now? Everyone like Dot and Gertie are using their walkers, just like, oh, death is coming. She's on the phone to Scotland. I don't know what those British babes have on their pussies, but it's Definitely not a toilet seat. Again, I thought that was funny. You guys, do not, you like to watch me fail, I feel like. You're all like, because I like it, because I send out two very, like, I like, a, like an intimidating man with a black beard and then a pretty Scottish lady to woo all of you in. And they're all like, oh, sweet and nice. And I'm in here being like, hey, you British gals, you got toilet seats on your fannies? Who wants to smoke inside? All right, Roy, let's get some pigs out here and fuck them. You know what I mean? Put some licks, lip, some lipstick. Oh, God, what the fuck is that? pig with lipstick. Thank you, Roy. Do you ever lean against your face po fence post and just gossip with your neighbors? God, fuck. I want your life so badly. It just sounds so palatial. Just make, making a pie, having just one slice, because you got to watch your figure, and then just staring at the sunset, which is rare in Scotland, because usually it's clouds, 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 summer, clouds, clouds, clouds. Except for this year, it's been an amazing summer. Like, you have a tan, sir. Did you just come back from vacation? You live in Bournemouth? Well, where the fuck did you get that bad boy then? <laughs> He's part of Oh, yeah, there is sea there. You never forget, you always forget that. Because I've been to Bournemouth and it doesn't look like a coastal town. It looks like. It is. No, I know. I've been told when they're threatening me to get off stage because they did not care for my jips and japes. I, uh, when I was in Bournemouth, I walked off stage and I saw an, uh, an old man just peeing on the train station, like wall. And I was just like, wow, Bournemouth, you guys don't even have toilets. And a, a man just went, we do have toilets, you immigrant fuck. And I was like, <laughs> accurate description, but I don't, I don't like your implied threat. And then he just called me gay and I ran away. Because I know you're thinking, I could fight, but not him. He was real big. And also, I don't fight British people because you guys, you fight dirty. And also, I'm pretty sure your plan is always to poop on me. <laughs> you see how you all didn't really laugh at that? You all went, that is our plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because again, I come from North America where bar fights and stuff like that, this is how a bar fight works. Which is like, someone says something to your lady like, what's up with your toilet seat pussy? And you're like, excuse me, that's not how, it's not World War II anymore. 
we don't discuss those things. And uh, and then you're like, well, let's step outside. And then you step outside, and then a cadre of bouncers just separate you until the police arrive and are like, fellas, don't do that again. And, and then you're both like, we weren't actually planning on fighting. We just got ourselves into a situation we couldn't really control. Thank you for the ticket. Have a lovely day. <laughs> but here, it's literally like, I'm going to fight you. You fucking got it. And then you just walk outside, and the bouncers are like, we'll close the doors, and let's watch this fight. And then you just beat the piss out of each other, and especially in Edinburgh, where there's so many rocks and bricks on the ground, a concussion could happen, which shows how few fights I've had, where I'm like, fellas, watch out. If you fall down, you could incur multiple injuries. I know you're at a festival, and one of you is traveling from Australia. I hope you got health insurance, or the bill could be costly. The NHS is applying to residents, but non-residents will be billed. That's how they make their money. All right, I'll go. Like, it's just, just fucking dangerous out there. And uh, so Roy and Alex, and I assume you guys are friends? How did you guys become friends? Family, my cousins. Your cousins. I do like a nice cousin hang, because you get all the backstory of, like, why your moms no longer get along and stuff like that. See how they laugh? Because you guys, there's a, much, a lot of younger people, some of the older people understand that joke, which is families, they start together, and then slowly they move apart, and then a parent dies, and they come back together for the reading of the will, and then <laughs> you, you grow apart again as some of the inheritance wasn't doled out properly. And then you come back again when one person spends all the inheritance and needs to borrow money from other people, and you want to gather up and make jokes about him. I'm going to have to edit that one out again. <laughs> it's up to home, isn't it? Um, and, uh, and you have married, Alex? Uh, no. 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 Bachelor. Just fucking. Been married. Been married. Done it. Done it. Didn't work. Didn't work. What didn't work about it? She was a bitch, right? High five. <laughs> Lads forever. <laughs> I've just met divorced dudes, man. <laughs> No, no divorce happens because both people got along so well they felt we need to spread this joy around. <laughs> Your love dies, and then you spend the next two years just staring at each other, hoping it comes back, and then it doesn't. My favorite, um, my favorite divorce story ever is um, my, uh, my friend, uh, I'm trying to figure out if I want to edit this out, but fuck it. <laughs> Let's just call him Ali, because that's his name. And... Uh, his divorce started like this. Him and his wife were not getting along for a long time. They were living in a farm community in Canada called Alexandria. I'm just going to get comfortable for this story. <laughs> it's a visual gag for an audio podcast. I'm <laughs> for those of you listening at home, the room is too small for me to actually stand up or sit down in because I demand whenever I'm doing any sort of improvised performance, it's in the room where Anne Frank completed her book. Now... <laughs> What, too soon? Too soon? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get all the way through that book. Now, I assume it ends very well for her, right? I don't know why she didn't write anything else. No. <laughs> I like you guys, because you guys are laughing at it, which would be a pro... Because usually as a comedian, you look at people, because you guys are, like, slightly older, like you're all, like, 32, 33. And no problem. I know. <laughs> I am a charmer, aren't I? <laughs> And usually comedians, we always get very thrown by like seeing people a little bit older because we're like, oh, they're not going to like all my jokes about like, like bums and the Holocaust. And then you forget that like you guys invented making fun of those things. And then it's all the younger people being like, uh-oh, those people who look like my parents are laughing at that. Should we not laugh? Fucking laugh. Who do you think invented the blowjob and the threesome? It was this generation who got their hands on cocaine in the 70s and went, Led Zeppelin's a good song to bang to. Can you be my wife? This will end badly. Right, Alex? <laughs> I've, b I've been to Glasgow. Nah. <laughs> Glasgow, Celtic for who wants a threesome. Did you know that? It's not true, but I had to go in for a second. Here's how th so the divorce was just not going well at all, and they're just sat at the kitchen table, and he describes it as there was just a silence as you could hear the knives and forks scraping on the plate. And he just looks at her, and she looks at him, and he goes, I'm leaving. And she went, finally. You took some goddamn authority in this relationship. And then she just opened a drawer, and she had the papers all filled out, and all he had to do was sign, and they were done. It's the greatest divorce ever. Because most divorces, as you know, and you're about to find out, tend to drag a bit. Because you get these guys in involved lawyers, and they're like, you know what we can get? Half a pig farm. Have you ever eaten pig cheek? It's delicious. Roy, don't worry. I'm going to make this funny. 
Probably not today. But, buddy, just think about this. New pussy. And by that I mean is like you can, you know, sell a couple of your pigs and get a pussy in a jar and just freak out some people. Too far for 5.30 in the afternoon? Don't worry, we'll do some wholesome stuff. What, another one what? Another jar with a pussy in it? <laughs> Fuck yeah, Roy. I thought that pissed you off. You were just thinking about a sweet comeback. <laughs> I love you, Roy. Do you love me? I think you're just using me for the laughs. <laughs> but either way, salt my pig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, fuckface, I'm keeping all the money, so. <laughs> Keep going with it, you know what I mean? But seriously, I love you. Do you love me? Yeah. Charmer. And you're from Bournemouth. And what's your name, my man? Alan. Alan. Strong, powerful name. You probably have a job as the sales manager of a Asda or something like that. Is that true? Or for the post office. So not close at all, but sounds like it was very close. You work for the post office. I love the Royal Mail because it works. I come from Canada, and Canada Post one time sent a letter to my grandmother, and she, never sh she said she never received it. It was returned to my address two years later, and it had just gone across the country and come back. She lived 15 blocks from me. So coming here, the Royal Mail, where it runs on Sundays, does it still run on Sundays? On overtime, so you make sure it runs on Sundays. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what overtime means, it's when uh, a worker knocks over a bunch of stuff and then says, I gotta clean this up tomorrow, <laughs> and that gets paid double. I know that, because I used to get paid overtime, and oh boy, did a lot of shit get broken five <laughs> minutes before closing time, Friday afternoon. One time, I was working, I was working for in an industrial kitchen, and uh, I needed to make money for Christmas presents, and I was the dishwasher, and the one rule of being a dishwasher is you can't put um, tin, um, what the fuck's it called? Tin foil. Not tin foil. Yeah. I, it's a, it, it, I can't. Fucking steel wool. You know the shit you. you yeah. yeah. What? What do you call it? Scowl. A scowler. What a better name than steel wool. Because steel wool just sounds like a nice thing to make a sweater out of. Scowler sounds like a woman Alex was briefly married to. Now. <laughs> Boop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. You know what was a good one when Roy didn't laugh? He just hit his friend. That was a good one. <laughs> The Scowler. I can't believe the Scowler was, was defeated by Spider-Man. Anyway, so, uh, so if you put that in the dishwasher, dishwasher was broken, you're not able to do the extra dishes, right? And I saw that there was a Scowler just in the little tray. Scowler. You have your words, I have mine, all right? <laughs> I'm, new, I'm new to this country and I'm adjusting, all right? I've already had your haggis and it's really fucking good because it's like a sausage, but better. Right? I don't understand people who are like, oh, haggis is disgusting. You're disgusting. <laughs> it's, they're, first of all, using all sorts of an animal that you didn't think were delicious, put together somehow, and then they slice it and put it on an egg. It's fucking awesome. And people who are against veggie haggis, I have no time for. What I like to do, get one thing of real haggis, one thing of veggie haggis, put it together, unholy union of flavor and delight. Now, uh, so I kept the scowler in the tray, and I just slid it through the dishwasher and turned it on and just stood there and just heard it go. He's <laughs> like, boss, I'm going to have to come in tomorrow. That's overtime. And he ran over, opened it, and went, you let this happen, didn't you? And I went, you have no way of proving it. I was fired two days later. Uh, not for that. I got drunk on the job. Here's what happened. This guy Spikes who works there, he was a bartender. And by that I mean he was an alcoholic who they eventually just put behind the bar because he was going to drink anyway. And, uh, and he uh, decided he'd never tried Grey Goose vodka. He had, but he was drunk at the time. And so he just started drinking Grey Goose out of the bottle. And I was like, well, if he's drinking Grey Goose out of the bottle, I'll have a jaunty cocktail while I'm working. This is when I was like 21, 22 before I realized responsibility was a thing. And I just thought, fuck it. You know what I mean? I was like, I came out of theater school and I was really bitter against the world. Like, how old are you guys? You're 17? You need to make me a fucking promise. When you're like 2021, 20, you're gonna be like, the fucking world owes me anything and everything. It fucking doesn't owe you a goddamn thing. <laughs> Don't go on Twitter, hashtag black cloud, hashtag what the fuck. 
You're 21. You barely don't have pimples and you don't know how to talk to people. Just keep your head down and you'll figure it out. Because I was such a dick. Like, I just, I just like, listen, man, I understand that you have a reasonable request based on the fact I'm your employee, but you don't understand I have an art. And by that I mean I need to go get drunk, actor adjacent. Peace out, bitches. And so I, I got pretty banged up and my supervisor was like, uh, are you going to finish doing the dishes? And I went, the dishes are done, Johnny. And he was like, you're drunk. My name is John. And I was like, my name is John. <laughs> then he fired me, justifiably. Later, Kevin saw me at a comedy show, and he said, if you were half as good of a comedian as you were as a dishwasher, you'd still have a job. Now, I don't know if that was an insult or a compliment, <laughs> but it was really fucking well-timed, seeing as I was on stage when he said it. And <laughs> and so you uh, work for the post office. Are you a postman? No, no. Supervisor? No, no, I'm a, I'm, a <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a training officer. So you're the guy who teaches them how to scowl at people and use those weird boxes? Yeah, and I'm the union rep. You're the union rep? <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck you, union man. I'm a union man in Canada. Technically not. I haven't paid my dues in about two years because they fucked me out of money. But uh, I still support... Pardon me? They, oh, they're chasing... <laughs> Why do you think I'm in Scotland, buddy? <laughs> yeah. Canadian Actors Union has a lot of things. Boats and planes, not one of them. Now, um, if they are listening, and I know they are, you'll get that goddamn money from my cold, dead hands, you actra assholes. Because you also don't know this. I came and did a television show four weeks ago, and you didn't figure it out. Cash is already checked, or checks already cashed. Either way, I have the money. I don't know how they delivered it to me. How was the show? Pretty good until the comedian did a anti-yet-pro-union rant and the union rep from the post office beat the shit out of him while singing the national anthem to the USSR. Hello, miss. How are you? You can come on. Come on in. Come on in. We're just talking unions. Are you part of a union? Yeah. Whoa! Which, u which union? What a great union. One person hated it, but the rest of us... <laughs> Who the fuck booed the nursing union? <laughs> boo, boo. <laughs> Is the NHS really that bad? Yes. We're gonna talk to you in about ten seconds. <laughs> Let me just talk to the post up man. And by that I mean for you to just get some stories together in your head. Oh, what is your name, Miss? Janet, you came in with a bluster and a flurry, and you have brought us stories about the NHS. So you like you're you're like Santa arriving on Christmas, <laughs> fellas. The podcast was going pretty good. John was going to probably make a couple of more divorce jokes and talk about the post office. They're divorced, by the way. Are you single, Janet? Well, no, I'm seven years yesterday, and I've been happily married for one time in the world. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Uh, yeah, hey, 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 hey. Janet's no, what? No, he sounds like a real stick in the mud, Jan. No, really he just doesn't get Edinburgh? Janet, I fuck your energy is. I wish you were my fucking nurse, because you definitely have that nurse energy. You're like, here are the facts, here's the information, here's what I'm sorry about. By the way, we left something in you. See you in about five days. See you soon. Um, all right, let's just talk about the post office for a second so I can think up some questions to ask the nurse. <laughs> Janet, uh, but it's her official title, Lord Nursington of Power. That's the, what they call nurses in Canada. Now, um, so you're a union rep. What's the weirdest thing you've ever seen mailed? <laughs> it's going to be good or really weird. I'm hoping it's an elephant. I don't know why. I just like the idea of someone walking an elephant to one of those post boxes and sit, wait, and just walking away. <laughs> Go ahead. I know hook. What? <laughs> a what? An we had to Google it. Okay. <laughs> an anal hook? An anal so it's not an accent thing. No. And it does it is it like an ancient tribal thing where that word means something different 200 years ago? Or is it exactly what I think it is? What it's exactly what you think it is. The internet has really done a wonder on human sexuality, hasn't it? Like, there was a time where butt stuff was like, whoa. Like, you guys are 17. Who the fuck knows what the three of you are into? Looking at, like, fucking... 
Pornhub since you were 13. That stuff weirds me out. And like you guys are just exposed to like, I'm sorry everybody, but we're going sexual early in the day, but you're exposed to just like money shots and butt fingering assholes and elbows and just call me Spit McGillicuddy. There's no room, like what happened to lighting a candle, some soft wah-wah pedal and just being like, I don't have money for the pizza, sir. I'm sorry. Blah, 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 blah. And now it's because porn, it's lacked. It's like it lacks plots. Now it's just two people in a room that was rented, and now they're just gonna get with each other using a carrot, a midget, a gun, and time. <laughs> like, what is an anal hook even for? Is it when like you're having sex with someone in the ass, but you have to run and do something, so you just leave them there for later? <laughs> we had to Google it because we thought it was a big fishing hook. <laughs> oh, were you surprised? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and do you want me to explain what it is? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> it's, uh, it's where it's inserted into the anus, and then the hair is tied to the back of it, so it's... Why? Don't ask me. I didn't invent it. I just Googled it. Tell us. <laughs> do, you have a, do you have it with you? <laughs> Was it her sending it to you? What? Well, it's a sword? Thank you very much, Roy. Does it hurt? No, not if you, no, it's okay. <laughs> oh, God damn, that was beautiful because you checked with her to make sure it was okay you said something. Which leads me to believe you two are into some naughtiness down by the sea. Just playing sea captain and port. The joke there is that he would be the sea captain and she would be the port, and a boat docks into a port in a similar way that a penis enters a vagina. If you don't believe me, we can ask the nurse now. And I assume you guys are married. Good. If not, if you're a brother and sister, this was the weirdest conversation. And how long have you guys been married? Can you beat seven years? 25. But to get. Ding, ding, round one, go! Didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> 19 years married. I, I don't want to be rude, but you guys do not look like you're old enough to be married. 19. Listen, I'm not even fucking lying. Like, I wouldn't. You guys, like, you maybe, but you not at all. Because, do you mind me asking how old you are? I just turned 47. Get the fuck out, 47. You were in your 30s. He kidnapped you in some Jimmy Savile esque plan. And now he's just brain. You're 40. What do you do to your face? <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but yeah. since you did, it's still, you have bright eyes and look very nice. There's no one would know. You, on the other hand, sir, stop tanning. It's showing. <laughs> but it's good. Listen, but men age fucking, like a man, the, the older they get, they get like gray everywhere. Someone will fuck you. But men are such shallow assholes. They just look at a lady like, how old are you? I'm 29 and a half. And a half? On your bike, bitch. It's just like, oh. <laughs> Straight men want to get, like, it's just, because like, I'm 30 and I'm single, which means I have to hang out with other single 30-year-olds. And that's not the fun that it is, like, in your teens and 20s where everyone's just like, what'd you do? I touched her boob. High five, high five, high five. Describe them vividly and show me photos. I mean, we don't show each other photos of naked people. I did get a bunch of cock pics from friends of mine because they got super drunk and added Grinder on their phone for fun, and then it just got weird. I'll show them to you if you don't believe me, because I got a lot of phone calls being like, delete those off your phone, delete those off your phone, and I just responded with, no, 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 I now am in the power position in this relationship. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's pretty fun. I asked one of them if he could buy me a coffee, and he said no, and then I just took out my phone, and that coffee was delish. <laughs> so uh, anal hook, and you have, Children? Two. Two. Boy, girl? Boy and a girl, yeah. Ah, the millionaire's family. Yeah. That's what that's called, because you have a boy and a girl, which means you could sell both of them and make one million dollars. <laughs> Again, adults laugh at that. You fucking children with your censorship, I don't appreciate it. And you 17-year-olds are silent laughers. That doesn't help me at all. <laughs> and, I, and I really like you, guy, who look, because you, I looked like that when I was 17. Ridiculous hair. No, I couldn't get piercings because my mom said, that's my face. You put something in it and I'm taking it out. And she was serious. She showed me the pliers. And, 
And then a fucking Metallica t-shirt. I had that same t-shirt, and I left it at a metal festival because I did a lot of, any of you a cop? Ecstasy by myself. <laughs> and then went on a roller coaster and took my shirt off. Not the best idea. Shirt just blows away. And uh, how old are you? 17. So you were born in? What? Oh, fuck me. <laughs> You're telling me you were born 10 years before that album came out? <laughs> ah! You weren't even alive for when Metallica was good! <laughs> for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, Metallica is a band, and they released a lot of CDs. CDs were these things. <laughs> that are like iTunes, but they were just like seven songs of one particular band, and if you even breathed on it wrong, it would never work again. And, they, and we were told, this is the cutting edge, this is the end of technology, no more music to come out. And then four years later, Napster, and ironically, Metallica shut down Napster. Do you know, you, you were, but you'd read about it in a book. You were, oh God, I remember that all. Who is Doc Brown and why does he go 98 miles an hour? Oh, thank you so much. Oh, what is your name? Ed, you, you're, you receive a gold star because I've been asking a lot of people that question and everyone goes, I don't know, is he your dad? And I'm like, oh, no, back to the, good. Watch Back to the Future. Just the first one, and then half the second one. You didn't enjoy it that much? Well, get the fuck out, Ed. <laughs> I'm joking, joking. You stay and give me money. Now, uh, favorite Metallica song. Oh, what's your name, brother? Ewan. Ewan. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Ewan. Ewan, favorite Metallica song? That's a good one, actually. <laughs> For whom the bell tolls. Your parents probably haven't even met. Oh, God, I feel so old. How do you guys do it? Because I hear things like that, and I'm just ready to jump off a bridge. Like, like what do you mean? The b oh. Have you ever heard of... Who's in Guns N' Roses? All right, good, good. Ironically, that band... Slash wasn't even in that band when you guys were born... Before you... Oh, fuck! Oh, I feel... <laughs> Nurse Janet, save us with some stories. All right, you work for the NHS in the A&E. So you're in the scrubs, and there's an emergency. <coughs> okay, what's the weirdest thing anyone's ever come in with? She's already laughing. It's going to be good. Can you... <laughs> Look at them. <laughs> is one of them them? <laughs> is, it, is this your mom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Janet, did you come to the Edinburgh Festival of... 17 years ago, <laughs> Son's father and just ran amok, played a little doctor of your own, as they say, and you left Ed here. It'd be weird if you left Ed here, seeing as you're the woman that would be pregnant with him. Yeah, you'd hope so. If not, well, whiskey's a hell of a drink. So, um, all right, three of you, cover your ears. You don't actually have to cover your ears. Janet, I'll make something up. <laughs> All right, you're in, you're in Bournemouth, and uh, this postman walks in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I was going with the anal hook thing from before, remember? Yeah, it was pretty good. Janet. What did you say? Did you say I'm, I'm a bit stoned right now? She just come up to the Edinburgh Festival, pocket full of illicitly gotten pills. Pop a couple of Oxycontins, go see an improvised comedy show. Claim to be a nurse, you're actually an accountant, but <laughs> nobody knows you up here, and your husband, Bill? No. What's his name? Steve. Steve. Pretty fucking close, though, right? <laughs> like, Bill and Steve, it's interchangeable. They're both, like, sturdy guys who, like, like to drink in a shed. Does he like to drink in a shed? He's got teetotal on you. Well, what's his fucking deal? <laughs> so you're pregnant. Again, adults laugh at that. Children just go, adults know about those kind of jokes? Are they also on Reddit? By the way, you guys are 17. Can you explain Reddit to me? Because I'm very confused by it. it just, okay, so that is what it is, and I'm not, I just wasn't confused. Oh, why don't you guys work in IT? Because the way you explain things, I get it right away. What's Reddit? Bunch of pictures and shit. What's wrong with my computer? You dropped it, you fucking moron. I like you guys. And, and so you're 17. Yeah. So do you have a job? No. 
Nah, love it. What's your name? Connor. Connor, Ed, and Ewan. Just three street toughs from Edinburgh. Have you guys... Bristol? Oh, never mind. Yeah, who doesn't love Bristol? It's... It is not a shithole at all. Live in London, fuckface. Uh, Oxford's not a shithole either. By the way, who else is really enjoying the two English people yelling about which palatial, lovely little city is shit? How old are your bricks? Ours are only 800 years old. Yeah. Yeah, we, yes, we could have had Stephen Hawking, but he went to Cambridge, and now we just have a bunch of old white men in beards saying things like forsooth and then falling down. And our tea lights, not nearly as substantial as the Cambridge tea lights. Granted, you are from Bristol, which doesn't have a culture of sketch comedy. Instead, just has canals that are also given street names, which confuse the fuck out of me when I'm using Google Maps. Hi, how are you? Come on in. You've missed... Yeah, come on in, Cat. Or you just bring someone in? Great. Hi, everyone. That's my flatmate, Catherine. Catherine, just to bring you up to speed, these two use an anal hook. She has a story she won't tell us, and these 17-year-olds escape from Bristol, and they're just hanging out. Right? Tell other, who did you bring in? In what way are you looking for a dude? Where did she go? Oh, hey, what's up? Which dude are you looking for? Just any dude? I know three 17-year-olds that you could probably <laughs> show a thing or two to. What's your name, miss? Anna. Anna, beautiful name. And Anna, where are you from? Finland. Finland. I've been to Finland. It is really expensive. <laughs> Mostly because I came from Estonia. If you've ever been to Estonia, everything costs one British pound. And I went to like a super dry Japan, and I went fucking nuts in that place. I bought three pairs of jeans. One of them didn't even fit. It just did the calculation, and the whole thing cost me 15 quid, and I went bonos. <laughs> and where in uh, Finland are you from? Helsinki? I'm I, sure. <laughs> where is that? Is that near the reindeer or the other way? It is near the reindeer. I've always wanted to go see the reindeer, but then they're like, it's cold and boring. And I was like, yep, you've totally unsold me on the reindeer. And also, the thing with Finland, Finnish people are lovely, but there's Russians scattered about, and they really scare the shit out of me. Because, listen, are, you're, are you Russian? Good, Finnish. Just checking. Or checking, because checking, not a word. <laughs> and have you guys ever been to Finland? No, go. Amazing salads, beautiful women, beautiful men, very polite, kind, scared of everything people. But then you bring up Russia, and they go, we beat them in World War II, you know. And you go, I was just asking which way to the Russian tea room. And they're like, yeah, well, I'm letting you know who won World War II. <laughs> Finland, right? <laughs> See, she's not even laughing. She's just staring forward, remembering that great day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I love Finland. Scandinavia in general. Fucking go to Scandinavia. Every part of it, except Sweden. Fuck those guys. And because Sweden, Sweden is like what everyone thinks London is, which is this cold city, very expensive. You walk in, and you're like, oh, could I have a beer, please? And they're like, no, but we are going to watch, make you watch us take a shit on your mom. And you're like, well, but what? Why is my mom in Sweden? We don't know either, but that's what's happening now. And you're just like, well, I don't want to do this. And it's very bad. And then you go to like places like Helsinki, and it's just lovely people being like, your comedy show was very funny. Many of the jokes did not strike us as logically sound, as in who would pay that much attention while, not, while on an airplane, but still we laughed, for we did not want to make you sad. Have a lovely day. And you're like, stop it. <laughs> and uh, are you just over for the festival, or are you, uh, do you live here? You're over to London. You do know that London's in a different country than Scotland, right? Good. I'm glad someone had that talk with you because a couple of my friends came over from Canada and no one explained them that. So one of them said, man, this is a beautiful part of England. And then we almost got into a fight <laughs> because I kept being like, we're in Scotland. He goes, yeah, Scotland's in England. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. It is not in England. If you'd been here for the last year, you would understand that basically England's in Scotland right now. <laughs> glad you guys are on my side politically because I've, dro <laughs> I've dropped similar jokes like that and some people do not care for them. I did really enjoy, because I assume you're Scottish right now. Yeah. yeah, I did really enjoy that little move you guys pulled where you thought like, we'll let the English have this one, we'll stick around in the country, let them keep the oil, and then we'll just fuck around in Parliament instead. Like you're, the opening speech was delivered by um, uh, Tommy, what the fuck's Tommy's last name? Anyway, he's a friend of mine. Pardon me? The guy from Edinburgh? Who's he? 
Just another guy? Just your Yeah, he's a politician. But my other friend, Tommy, he's the owner of the Stan Comedy Club here. What's his fucking name, right? It's not Davis. It's not O-Scottish man. Because he's from Ireland, so that would be bad. Um, hence the O in it. Right. Campbell! No, that's a different guy completely. How was the podcast? Pretty good until uh, John and a guy who looked like Wolverine from the movie The Wolverine tried to figure out what the name of a man was. Anyway, he just delivered this beautiful speech and was really giving it to David Cameron. And then the Tories, can you Google it? The Tories made this whole big deal about how the Scots were having beers in like the, uh, in the, poli in the uh, bar in the House of Commons and they were tipping the bar staff, which wasn't done. And I was like, really? The Tories just came forward and went, we don't like how these people are tipping, what's his name? His name is Tommy No Data. <laughs> Doesn't sound like. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I like your, I like the cut of your jib, brother. What's your name? Rob. I'm Rob. What do you do for a living besides looking like every technician at the Edinburgh Festival? <laughs> Not all of you understood that joke. Are you an actor? You can answer your phone, bro. Where's your play? See, and how's it going? And fuck yeah. What's the play called? <laughs> this is the difference between comedians and actors. Actors will reveal that they're playing a 20-seater. Comedians, smashed it, sold it out. How big was your room? Two seats, shut the fuck up. Like, and so you're uh, selling out every show, and what's the, the play about? Um, so you don't usually look like the guy from the, the front of it? You don't look that old. Like, you look older than her, but that's fine. She's a pixie with weird, she drinks virgin's blood, hence her. <laughs> there is no way you're 47. She's a nurse, I'm having her look at you in a second. <laughs> to establish, did you say I need bum? <laughs> Guys, I know, you, I know you have a weird psychosexual relationship, but there are 17 year olds in here. They could be scarred. I know one of them's into Metallica and is probably experimenting with that wacky tobacco, but these other two. <laughs> One who looks like he just hacked into the mainframe, and the other one who looks like... <laughs> and I mean that with love, because people who know how to compu use computers will be accepted when AI takes over. Well, I'll be killed because I'm just gonna be trying to smash stuff with a hammer. <laughs> and Connor, uh, what is your dream job when you grow up? Uh, fuck no. Fuck no. <laughs> Establish goals early and achieve them. I'm glad to see that you've taken that advice, Connor. <laughs> and what about you, Ed? Do you have any idea of what you wanna be? <coughs> you wanna do stand-up? Well, do you want to try doing some stand-up? <laughs> He's going to be a great stand-up. That is exactly the attitude you need. Hey, you have literally no power in this business. Would you like to do something for me? How much? How fucking much? Not pay. Not paid? Go fuck yourself. And favorite stand-up? Do I know Mark Maron? Yes, I do. I even have a Mark Maron story. Story. Would you like to hear? So Mark Maron is a very famous podcaster and comedian, and also a child's drawing of a neurotic Jew. Yeah. You have to know who he is for that not to come off like a racist statement. <laughs> but as you can he see, is, he is like he's just ridiculous. He's always in a plaid shirt. He's always sat like this. We could, but. I was about to do a fun impression, Janet. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, we'll, that. <laughs> oh, I got data. Three network fuckface, now. <laughs> what are you with, Virgin? Come on, man, you can do better than that. T-Mobile, ah. Oh, might as well live in the dark ages, just walk around with a, oh, with a tin and a string. <laughs> Not everyone got that joke, but those that pay phone bills really appreciated it. And the youths were silent once again. <laughs> you will learn later it, when you become true adults um, that some companies are really good at the thing that they're supposed to be doing, and other ones just pretend. Hence, like when you go into uh, like in Iceland and you talk to someone and be like, hey, I'm trying to find one of those like prawn circles with the frozen prawns that you thaw out. Aren't those a fucking hoot at a dinner party? One time I was having a sad day and I bought one just for me. <laughs> and you can judge me all you want, it was awesome. I, I lay on my sofa shirtless, my body heat slowly thawed it out. And then I just ate it all by myself. Actually watching episodes of Mark Maron's TV show, Maron. <laughs> it's all that matters, man. 
I also really like Mark Maron. And if one person's clapping, that's all you really need. I need to find like a good photo that sort of that really sums him up. Like just. No, do not look at the penises. <laughs> Janet, do not go on Facebook and say I'm gay or something like that. I'm trusting all of you. Yeah, there's. A, if you anytime you reach for a gentleman's phone, it's really changed from like, oh, my bank details on there, or there's photos of genitals. Can't give it back. <laughs> like you guys all have cockpicks on your phone, don't you? <laughs> like you just went ten and then you laughed. <laughs> Because they sent them to you? Yeah, friends are, friends are, they're beautiful. That's what friends are for. And you are going to be a good comedian. Um, but seriously, if you do want to be a comedian and you have some questions and stuff like that, I, this is going to be creepy, but I'll give you my email address. Any questions? There's a bunch of great comedy clubs in Bristol. Go fucking try it out. The worst thing that'll happen is that you bomb. No, no, you're going to cry irregardless. You're, you're entering into the world of showbiz where you could be the greatest comedian in the world and then a guy in a vest who's on cocaine will say, listen, you did a lot of jokes about ice. I don't like ice. You can never work here again. And because you're new in your job, you think, oh my God, he's going to talk to this connection of comedy club people and I'll never be able to work anywhere else again. Newsflash, that guy has no fucking power. He can't do anything. It's each individual. So anyway, Mark Marin, he always like sort of sits like this. He's just very like... And uh, I went and saw a show right when he was, he, he's really famous now, but I saw him in his early part of fame, and a friend of mine is a very good friend of his, and we went out and had coffee, it was really fun, and then I went and saw a show, and his show was so awesome, it was a really interesting kind of like de de deconstruction on his marriage was falling apart, and he was obviously going through something, and he wasn't really sure how it's going, and, and it was beautiful, and I really enjoyed it, and I, and I walked up to him to say, uh, hey man, I really enjoyed your show, and I stuck my hand out, and he went, I don't shake hands with people I don't know, and I was like, we actually had coffee earlier today, uh, with Julian, and he went, Julian's a great guy, you weren't there. And I was like, I was, and he went, why are you lying to me? <laughs> and I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> and then I just, I just left. And then he brought it up one time on a podcast of like, Toronto was pretty good except for this one guy who came up to me and acted weird. And I was like, you were the one acting weird! It was fucked up. But yeah, he's a very nice guy, and, uh, and that's very good. And why, and why stand-up? Why don't you get into sketch? Or you could be an actor like him. You could pretend to live in a lighthouse. You're a cock? You are going to be such a good comedian. You, you guys don't even know. Because he's being what a comedian actually is. is why do you want to be a comedian? Because I'm a dick, and I'm better at it than you. What? See what I'm fucking talking about? You're going to fucking nail it. What's the, what's the matter, miss? You have tentative, I think we need to leave face. What's going on? No, I was just checking the time. What's the show? Um, is it Alex Williamson? It's pretty good. I was going about to tell a story about him, but that does a lot of drugs. Anyway, so... <laughs> there's going to be a lot of editing on this episode, so guys, <laughs> if you download it from johnhastingscomedy.com, you're going to notice that about half an hour is missing when I'm talking about like a public figure doing a lot of coke may or may not be Alex Williamson. Now, um, and hope none of you work for his, do you guys work for his company? Then fuck it. Now, um, <laughs> but he is very good, very enjoyable, and uh, cannot notice the amount of drugs he's done while he's performing. Adrenaline, hell of a thing. Now, what is your name, miss? <laughs> By the way, guys, don't do drugs. They are not cool. They're a little cool. Now, that was a joke, and you guys needed to laugh at it, not just Janet winking at me. <laughs> Because then it's just very inappropriate, seriously. <laughs> Especially you. If you do go into stand-up comedy, and I meet you in the loft bar in three to five years, and you're on cocaine, I'm going to punch you in the face. Because that drug is a waste of money, and it's annoying to other people, because no one wants to hear about... Yeah. <laughs> I knew we'd get a fucking story out of her. Yeah, it's just an annoying drunk, right? And imagine trying to get medical... I don't know, okay. I'm not going to assume that anyone here has done cocaine. Let's just say I did, for a period of one to two years, experiment heavily with that drug because I thought, I have all this money, I need to get rid of it fast. And also, I don't know enough about 9-11 conspiracy theories and not enough of my friends have ponytails for no reason. Do you have a powder that I could do that could make my breath smell bad and make me see the sunrise and then have a sad shower? Come this way. And it's just a waste of fucking time. Other drugs, mushrooms, I'm a big fan of. Because you do need to, yeah. See, he fucking knows. 
Fucking do some shrooms, put an anal hook up your asshole, get, get real with your wife. But cocaine, all it does is it makes you think all of those deep-seated, like, you know what, I'm pretty good at life. It makes that guy in charge of the fucking brain. And that guy's a cunt. Because he thinks things like, you don't need to pay for food at this restaurant. As my friend Andy discovered, you do need to pay for food. Because he tried to walk out and his excuse was, I didn't enjoy it. And the fry cook went, I don't give a fuck. I got a knife. You're going to pay. And he paid. And I'm going to ask her what her job is and watch this. She's not going to be a cop or something like that. What do you do for a living? Shit, what time is it? Oh, fuck. We gotta go. Uh, in many ways now, uh, miss. Uh, what's your name? Ashley. Ashley, I love you. Thanks. And it, uh, is this your fella? <laughs> and he doesn't like it when you get hit on by other guys. That's why he reacted that way. And... Uh, <laughs> Nice one, Alex. Uh, and, uh, and Ashley, how do you know Roy? Uh, I'm, re I'm really sorry I brought up your parents' divorce. Uh, Roy, you could have told me, brother. Well, Roy, I think, uh, by the way, guys, the show is free to get in. Is it free to get out? Fuck no. You think all of this happens by accident? I eat money, the, the inks get to me, and improv comes out. Now, my bacon-salted lover, Roy Roy, the toy boy. Um, the final words of the podcast are yours before I go stand over there and demand your goddamn money. And I don't mean coins, things that fold. If you can fold a pound coin, which I'm pretty sure you can, <laughs> using your butt cheeks, then you can put it in the bucket. I'm going to keep making these jokes until you laugh at them. And I know your daughter's right there, and also your son. And I know you're trying not to laugh, but they're very uncomfortable, which is, I think, why you're laughing. And that makes me so fucking happy. Because you were going to bring that... Remember when that guy talked about me folding a pound coin with my butt cheeks? Well, guess what, kids? Look what I can do now. So, Roy, the final words... Are yours. Anything you want to say to conclude the show? No. The opportunity now, except for you. I had a good time then. You had a good time. Well, thank you very much, everyone, for Roy and everyone who participated. <laughs> My name's John Hastings. I'll see you over there. Thank you very much. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>